You're listening to the Hustler Hot Seed Podcast, episode number 25. This episode is super special to me because this week I am celebrating one whole year of being an entrepreneur and starting my business. Over the last 12 months, I have learned so much and I can't wait to spill everything I've learned in this one episode with you. So without trying to just beat around the bush, I'm going to get right to it. This episode is how I conquered my first year in business. You're listening to The Hustler Hot Seat, and I'm your host, Kirsten Perry. I help young entrepreneurs turn their passions into profit-building businesses. From marketing for your niche to partnering with your ideal clients, I'm here to help, and so are some of my fellow entrepreneurs. So grab a coffee, sit back, relax, worry about the hustle later, and let's get to it. The past 12 months of running my business have been absolutely insane. I have been on quite the roller coaster trying to figure out what I'm doing, how I'm doing it, if I'm doing it right, and honestly, I'm still not sure. But I can tell you one thing's for certain, I am so grateful that I have this business and that I've created myself a lifestyle that I love and enjoy and that gets me fired up every single day. Over the course of the last 12 months, I have learned so many things. So many things that I probably will forget some in this episode because honestly, I'm just kind of winging this and I'm kind of just having a conversation with you as if you were here in my living room with me where I'm actually currently recording this episode. So I'm just going to kind of dive in. I'm going to let you know some of the things that worked really well for me, some of the things that maybe didn't work so well. And I'm hoping that if you are looking to get inspired or start your own business, that some of these things will kind of help you as well. So for starters, obviously being an entrepreneur gives you a whole lot of freedom. You get to make your own hours. You can technically take vacation when you want to. You can wake up whenever you feel like it. But for me... I figured out over the course of the last 12 months that I'm someone who thrives on routine, which means when I don't have structure, that's when I'm the least productive. So yes, being an entrepreneur means that I get to choose when I wake up every day, I get to choose when I do my work every day, but I found for me that setting strict hours, such as working from 9am to 6pm, was actually more beneficial for me than say, just haphazardly working periodically throughout the day. One of the things I do love about being an entrepreneur is that I get to choose. So if I'm not feeling too well one morning, I can sleep in. It just means that I work a little bit later into the evenings. If I feel like I want to work on the weekends, I can do that as well. Yes, I can choose when I want to take my own vacations, but over the course of the last 12 months, I've been on vacation three times, I want to say, and while I was on vacation, I was also working. So it wasn't complete freedom. Um, When you're an entrepreneur, you're 
pretty much there by yourself. So if something needs to get done, you're the only person that can do it and you have to kind of make yourself available. With that though, I've learned a whole lot about creating boundaries and just making sure my clients know what's expected of them and I know what's expected of me. So they understand that I don't take meetings before 9 a.m. or after 6 p.m. They know that they can't reach me from 6 p.m. on Friday till 9 a.m. on Monday. Those are boundaries that I set forth to make sure that I'm taking care of myself and not wearing myself too thin. So yes, being an entrepreneur comes with a ton of freedom in regards to your time, but I can highly recommend that setting up those time slots and those boundaries will be so beneficial for you in the long run. When I first started my business, I was working 16-hour days, seven days a week, and I was wearing myself to the ground. And it wasn't until the past maybe two to three months that I actually made the decision to take a step back and allocate my time better. And fun fact, I was able to do the same amount of work in an eight-hour workday that I was giving myself in a 16-hour workday because I was prioritizing better. So just kind of keep that in mind. The second thing I would say is that the times you say no are just as important as the times that you say yes. So when I first started my business, I got super excited when people would come to me and say that they wanted to work with me. So naturally, every person that came to me, I immediately said, yes, 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 yes. And before I knew it, I had taken on way too much work and I had scaled far too fast too soon and I wasn't able to properly service those clients in the best way that I knew how. That resulted in losing clients, it resulted in a little bit of a bad reputation, and I learned that it's better to preserve your yeses and say no to the things that don't necessarily feel 100% than to go all in on every single client and wear yourself out. It's also super important that when somebody comes to you and they want to work with you, that you don't just say yes and you actually do a deep dive into who they are as a business to see if their values and their morals are the same as yours. You always want to be working with people that have those same kind of feelings, those same kind of values as you, so that you mesh well and you work well together. Not every single person that comes to you is going to be a hell yes, and that is totally okay, but don't just say yes out of obligation. Number three, there will always be someone better than you, so stop stressing about trying to be the best. For the longest time, I was so focused on being the best in my field that I was going crazy. Anytime I would see someone who seemed smarter than me or more advanced than me, I would get really discouraged and I would say to myself, well, why would somebody want to work with me over them? And at the end of the day, it doesn't just come down to how much you know. People partner with you because of your personality and who you are as an individual. So for those of you that know, I recently did a rebrand, so I am no longer working or advertising myself under my business name, but instead focusing on branding myself personally. And I did that because I personally think that people resonate more with who I am as an individual rather than who I am behind my business's name. 
I know for a fact that there are people out there who are so much smarter than me. And I had to teach myself that that's okay. And that there are always going to be people that know more than I do. So if you have that mindset, you have to shift it. Because you're only hindering your success and your ability to really put yourself out there 110%. Number four, outsource the stuff that makes you cry. Okay, for those of you that know me, you know that I am an emotional human being. And when I first started my business, there were certain elements and things that I had to take care of that absolutely stressed me out. So when you are an entrepreneur, you are taking care of your marketing, your uh, your operations, you're taking care of your accounting, you're taking care of your strategy. And doing all of those things plus doing the work for your clients can get crazily overwhelming. And for me, I am somebody that doesn't do well with numbers. I can sit there and I can crunch numbers and I can do it, but it's also going to take me so much longer than somebody who is naturally skilled and is naturally a numbers person. So what I decided to do was that when it came to my accounting practices, I ended up outsourcing that side of my business to somebody so that instead of spending 12 hours a week working on those accounting factors that I had to deal with, I just outsourced it to somebody who was going to do it for me. So for me, I look at that as an investment. I am investing in that accounting firm to take care of those finances for me so that A, I don't have that mental stress and B, those 12 hours that I was dedicating a week to accounting, I can now take those 12 hours and spend it on getting new clients. I will always preach about the power of outsourcing because I do believe it is a powerful tool. Time is a precious resource and you will never have more than 24 hours in a day. So how you use those 24 hours is crucial to your success. So if you find that you're wasting time doing things that somebody else can do faster than you, it's worth it to just pay them to do it so that you can use the rest of your time to do things that really get you fired up and that are going to make you more money. Number five, keep your guard up, but lean into what feels right. So one of the first mistakes I made when I started my business was that I put my trust in everybody. I didn't care who it was. I started to believe in them. It could have been a client. It could have been uh, a bookkeeper. It could have been my friends. I started putting my trust in all of these people. And then I realized that I was getting taken advantage of. I was signing contracts that were not in my best interest at all. And honestly, I set myself up for failure by doing that. So when you have a business, you kind of have to have a cold front and you have to put your guard up. And then when you feel that you can lean into a business partnership or a relationship and your gut is telling you that it's okay, then go for it. When I moved to Toronto, I got myself into a situation where I felt like I was being taken advantage of and that's when I put my foot down and I said, you know what, no this is not okay, I have a right to stand my ground here, and I did, and it worked out for me. 
But when I was in Windsor and I had first started my business, I didn't have that mindset. And I ended up partnering with a client that wanted more from me than they were willing to pay. And I just said, okay, because I thought that that was normal and it's not. So you really, really, really have to stick up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in and what you are worth because it's really easy to just say, okay, fine, I'll do it just this one time. Or okay, fine, like you don't have to pay me this month. Do not fall into that rabbit hole and do not let yourself get taken advantage of. Number six, and this is the last one, but it's also the most important, never be scared to take the leap. When I decided that I was going to jump into entrepreneurship, I did it 110% without looking back. I left a nine to five job with benefits and a pension and job security for a job where money wasn't guaranteed, there were no benefits, I didn't have a pension, and I had no idea what I was doing. But making that decision was one of the best decisions I have ever made in my entire life, and I will be so grateful that I jumped in feet first. Was I scared? Hell yeah, I was scared. Was I confused? Yes, and I probably still am, but If I hadn't made that leap, I wouldn't be where I am today and I wouldn't be celebrating one whole year in business. And I'm telling you, if entrepreneurship is something that you're thinking about doing, it is time to just take the leap. That was in August of 2018. And in May of 2019, I made the decision to move to Toronto. It took me two weeks to make the decision to move here. And I do not regret it in any in the least it is it is also one of the best decisions that i have ever made in my life and i have made the like i have wanted to be in toronto for six years i have wanted to live here but i never made the jump i never took the leap because i was scared and i was worried about not being able to afford it and i didn't know if there was going to be jobs here but being in marketing you almost have to be in a city that understands marketing and is advanced and values it because back in my hometown it wasn't like that at all and there was no understanding of what the value of marketing was so when i came to toronto it was insane there are conferences here for marketing there are agencies that are next level that are doing amazing things that people in my hometown just don't understand And that is the kind of stuff I need to be around right now in order for my business to grow and in order for me to grow as an individual. So I would say those are the six biggest things that I have learned this past year. Honestly, this has been the fastest 12 months of my entire life and it has been quite a roller coaster. There were moments where I didn't think I was going to make it. There were moments where I doubted myself and I said to myself, Kirsten, you are not cut out for this. You are not a business person. You have no idea what you're doing. Why are you even trying? Like I have those moments of self-doubt. So if you are feeling those as well, you are definitely not alone. But These have also been the best 12 months of my life where I have grown the most and I have learned the most. And I want to kind of end this with saying that I wouldn't be where I am today without you. 
And if you're listening to this podcast, I'm hoping you've been listening for quite a while. But if you haven't, that doesn't matter because you listening to this podcast is you supporting me and I would not be able to be where I am today without your support. There are so many times in entrepreneurship where you feel like you are alone. You spend all of your time working on a business that you are in by yourself and it can get really lonely. And I would not have been able to see the success that I have today without the support of you. And I will forever, forever, forever be grateful that you continue to show up every week to listen to the podcast, that you continue to show up and engage with my content on Instagram that I put out for you to provide you with value. Every time I wake up and I see a message from you and it says, Kirsten, you've inspired me to take charge of my career. Kirsten, I am seeing the results I want to see on social media because the social media best practices you gave me are working. That is the kind of stuff that lights my fire. I made the decision 12 months ago to take a leap and take charge of my career and you can do the same thing too. So if you're sitting there and you're thinking to yourself, I want to be in control You have the ability to do that right now in this very moment. And I need you to believe that you can. I don't care if you're in a corporate nine to five job. I don't care if you are an entrepreneur. If you are not waking up every single day happy and excited to do the work that you do, I want you to reconsider and I want you to look into something else. You are in control. I wake up every single Monday at 5 a.m. excited and fired up about the work that I get to do. In fact, every Sunday night, I'm so excited to go to sleep because I know that I get to wake up Monday morning at 5 a.m. and do the thing that makes me the happiest. I want that for you. So if you have listened to this entire episode and if you take anything from it, I want you to believe in yourself and know that if you have goals, you can make them happen and you can make them happen today. If I went back and I asked myself 12 months ago if this is where I thought I would be, hell no. I had no idea what I was doing, but I did. And I hustled and I worked hard and I am where I am today because I've done those things and I've had your support. You have my support. I am going to go right now and I'm going to go pop a bottle of champagne and have a little glass because I am celebrating my success. And what I want you to do this week is I want you to celebrate your successes as well. Write them down. Have a glass of wine. Treat yourself to a brownie. I want you to be proud of the work that you're doing. And I want you to celebrate. I am stoked that I am celebrating one year in my business. I cannot wait for what the next five years, 10 years, 20 years look like. I don't know that I'll still be doing the same thing. I don't know where my life is going to take me. But I am ready for year two. And I'm ready to blow this 